You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres get ready to ramp up their road trip out in Milwaukee. And in studio, we've got Mike Janella, who's oddly all jacked up despite the early morning hour of the show. Padres Central, that's passionate today. Feeling it. Also in studio, we've got Bob Scanlon, who's also super pumped about this early Sunday show. I'm fired up, man. And rounding out the crew, it's Ben Higgins, who's hoping all this good and positive energy will be directed towards, well, him. Welcome to Padres Ben Higgins Compliment Hour with Ben and Bob Scanlon. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padres Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Bob Scanlon, and Ben Higgins. Happy Sunday. Good morning. It's an early one here at Padres Social Hour. So early, in fact, that we do. Let's do a roll call. Blooper, you here? I'm here. Ben, you here? I am here. Uh, Bob, Bob Scanlon, Stretching make yourself out. known. Oh, wait, he's not here. Where is Bob? We have no idea. What about Bob? Nice, I like Great it. Well Bill done. Murray movie. Uh, yeah, so he's on his way. He knows that we're on today. I guess, uh, I don't know if it's traffic or he stopped for you bagels know, it, or what. It's but. a hangover Sunday, either a hangover from a five-hour baseball game that went 12 innings or a a Billy Joel concert that they had outside last night. Everyone was up late on Saturday. You're just sleeping in a little bit on Sunday. We'll see. So uh, hopefully Bob is on his way. If not, Ben has a whole couch to just do whatever. We can do a psychiatric therapy session. This we is can. Awesome. You can do. You can get some food or some drinks, whatever you want. Yeah, you can kick kick your legs up. This is a chill Sunday, so uh, yeah, let it go. Let's, let's roll out. It was a great night, though, either here or watching the game, whatever you wanted to do. Yeah, I wasn't sure which was going to finish first last night, uh, the Billy Joel concert or the game. And uh, the way it timed out, you figured, hey, if you're a Padres and a Billy Joel fan, great. You'll watch the game in the afternoon. It'll be over. Maybe a little time for dinner, and then you come out to the show. Nope, I think uh, the Padres played well into half his set. Yeah, no, like I think it was about the, what, seventh, eighth inning by the time he actually took the stage, and then it went all the way to 12. So, uh, yeah, I had people at the concert who were, you know, still trying to follow the game t- text me, hey, what's happening in the Padres game? I'm at the concert right now. Yeah, because so. it was a long it was a long game anyway before it went to the extra innings, uh, so all of it was just really compounded. Uh, but a great game to talk about, good concert to talk about. We can chat about that as well. Uh, join in on the conversation. Let us know if you're awake. Uh, let us know if you've seen Bob Scanlon. I would love to just like a picture of Bob he's, running through he's, downtown. He's very, he's very tall. Yeah, he's hard to he, miss. He's got good hair. Yeah, use uh, hashtag PadresSH <laughs> or join the conversation at Padres.com slash social hour. Um, actually, uh, Blooper, you were at the concert last night, right? Yes, I was. How was it? It was unbelievable. Really good? Yeah, I had a, I had a lot of fun. He was, was on good. the bucket list for you, right? Big bucket list. It so was one of the final ones. Who's left? Do you have anybody Nobody you huge. still want to see? Bon Iver is the only person I really want to see that I never have. Besides that, I've seen everything. Yeah, you've done... Springsteen, McCartney, Joel. Bon Iver's a little bit of a drop down in notoriety. I've seen Springsteen only once. I want to see him again. I want to see him every Was there an encore? What did he say for last? Uh, Only the good die young. And his last song before the encore was Piano Man. It was great. Oh, nice. It was good. Classic, classic. Anybody, you're not a big concert guy, right? I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I like music, but I don't go to a ton of concerts. You know me? I'm not huge there either. To me, the music that appears on the CD, that was the perfect studio. They spent months on that. That's the best you're going to hear. 
So why go see it? It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You got the background. It's all about the live soundtrack. The studio recording is I measure against everything. There is something. I mean, a stadium show is it's tough for me. I like the charm of like an arena show. A stadium show I think is tough for me, but. I guess Blooper and I disagree. He's he's shooting lasers out of his eyes. Well, no, at me I right like an intimate, like a club show better than a, it's all good. Yeah, oh. understood, understood. A lot of work though. They're still uh, tearing tearing down the stage and yeah, it's been all overnight. It's been on, crazy uh, out on the field. So I got to get all that back because the yeah, Padres are taking a live look now. Yeah, they have an off day tomorrow. Tuesday, the Padres, so. but they're back oh. home on Tuesday for a uh, big homestand. So uh, we already have tweets coming in on where Bob Scanlon might be. Friar Fever saying he's probably running on the Coronado Bridge. We've seen Bob in his running attire here. Uh, Friar Gal saying he's probably finishing up his hair. Yeah, that sounds about right. So it better look good when he comes in. Um, all right, let's talk about this game uh, from last night. Obviously, uh, we knew it was going to be a bullpen day. We knew it was going to be hectic. Uh, did not expect it to go to extra innings. I think that was Andy Green's uh, worst nightmare. Uh, worst, worst nightmare would have been losing that game. At least you win it. Uh, we've seen this before, that 14-inning game. But how important can this be for a team that's slugging through or slogging through this road trip that has all these arms and all these injuries, that's a pretty good morale booster. Well, I think the bottom line is they got the win, and they had to get the win because after losing one nothing the night before, you were in danger of kind of undoing a lot of the good work you had done on the road trip. Hey, it's great to take two or three from the Cubs and sweep a doubleheader, but then if you go to Milwaukee and you lose two out of four or three out of four to the Brewers, well, there goes all the momentum, all the good work you did. So now you get that win – you have a chance. You clinch, by the way, your first winning road trip of the season with that win yesterday. And now you get the opportunity to win the series today, come home within three games of 500, and as you said, a big home stand. You got the division rivals. It's all NL West teams ahead, the next 12 days. Ahead of you in the standings, and you'll be close enough that if you continue to play well, you know, you can really have an opportunity to do something and, and be relevant in the standings going into June. And that's uh, something that a lot of people did not expect from this team to even be in this conversation even a month ago. Oh, yeah, uh, and part yeah. of it's because the other teams, aren't, you know, aren't playing great in the NL West. You, but that's, you've got to play who's in front of you, and but part they've got to play too. part of it is that the Padres have overcome a lot of adversity. I mean, it seems like there's a different injury every day, and yet they're, you know, 17 and 21. That's not a, not a bad record considering – you lose your opening day starting pitcher. Uh, you've pretty much had every member of your infield go down at some point this season. Uh, you've had to shuttle up a bunch of different guys from AAA. They are finding a way to make it work. They're treading water. They're, they're hanging tough so far a month and a half into the season. I love it. You know, and I thought, and we'll talk about this a little bit later as we get some results, and I'm putting a poll out right now on my Twitter handle, at Mike Janella, or you can search hashtag PadresSH and you'll find it. With all the injuries, plus a game like last night, all the maneuvering, Andy Green, his first year as manager, I mean, he's been very, very impressive, dealing with everything both on the field and off. So I'm going to put a poll out. What grade would you give Andy Green as Padres manager so far? Your choices will be an A, a B, a C, or a D slash F. I think it's going to trend very positively. We'll get to our grades for Andy so far because I think last night was a master class uh, potentially in Well, in he managing. certainly had to make a lot of decisions, that's to be sure. With the bullpen, with the extra innings, with all the moves he had to make, he had to work very hard. It was probably his hardest working game as manager. For sure, and I loved that his post-game quote. We were on the verge of trying some crazy stuff, he <laughs> said. You know, Melvin at second, Perella at third, Bethancourt pitching, pitchers in the outfield, uh, you know, crazy stuff. Uh, I hear we have a, a Scanlon update, a Bob yes, update. I need to get a sound effect for that. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> Where is Bob? <laughs> uh, he texted me. He okay. thought it was a 10.30 show. 
All right. He's on his way. 10.30 Mountain Time. <laughs> he's got to so get he's his on, time. He's on his way. All right. Uh, so Bob's on his way. Andy Green was uh, great managing yesterday. With all the moving pieces, though, it was finally one of the Padres franchise rocks that delivered yesterday. He's our hero of the game. It was Matt Kemp. Uh, Mr. Anti-May, as we discussed yesterday. Uh, the worst month of his career historically. That trend continued so far this month. But he finally comes through yesterday. He has himself a three-for-six day. He's got the home runs, three runs scored, three ribbies. I mean, we were talking yesterday how he and Will Myers were struggling, and you can't afford that when the rest of the lineup is struggling. Finally, both of them, and in particular Matt yesterday, finally came through. You know, I was doing the uh, radio pregame and postgame on Friday, and I had a fan call in say, is it time to give Matt Kent maybe a day off? You know, he's struggling, three for 35 at that point. And I said, you know what, I wouldn't be surprised if Andy Green did give him one of the days off this weekend, especially with an off day on Monday. But I didn't look at the matchups, and Matt Kemp has hit Willie Peralta well in his career, so you don't want to take him out against a guy that he's had success against. And boom, his three at-bats against Peralta, he goes three for three early in the game. That's exactly what you need to get a slumping slugger, you know, kind of locked in. Find a guy that he hits well against and give him that opportunity. So I'm glad he didn't get the Yeah, day if off. I'm Matt Kemp and Andy Green says, hey, you want a day off against the Brewers? No. Like, every one of these guys has an ERA above four and a half. This is the series you want to keep playing to get your bat back on track, and that's exactly what happened. And yeah. it was good to see, uh, obviously, Will Myers left the game with uh, what's not a serious injury. He's actually back in the lineup today later in the fingers. game. Yeah, thankfully. We, we've had, uh, but we've seeing had that happen a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, seeing the two year, of them so. get it back together was, was really awesome. So, uh, But, yeah, Kemp, uh, I mean, if he can keep this up, uh, I was keeping track, and he, with that performance yesterday, where is my number? He took his OPS up 130 points in a single day yesterday for the month of May. So uh, finally maybe getting that monkey off his back yeah, here in he the middle gone, part of the I month. I think uh, from May 3rd, he was hitting 301. It dropped all the way, I think, to 246 before the start of the <sighs> game yesterday and now trending back in the correct direction. Yeah, so that's no, good. just brutal. Uh, but yeah, yesterday he was the hero of the game. Hero of the game is brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com to learn more. So he was the hero of the game, but do you have any other MVPs? Who do you think had the most integral supporting performance for what they did yesterday? Uh, there's a few, actually, in that game. Uh, I want you to pick one. Your just one? Yeah, oh, your favorite man, one. Man, this is so hard because I've got two that I want to bring up. I'm going to go with the one that probably no one's talking about, though. Lionel Campos, who uh, he was... He of the 135 ERA. Not 1.35. Yeah. There's no decimal point. Yeah. He had 135 ERA, and you put him in in the 10th inning of a 6-6 game. I'm sure everyone's thinking, oh, this is over. The Brewers are going to win. Two shutout innings. He lowered his ERA uh, 116 points in the process. Got his first major league victory and gave the Padres a chance to win on the Johnny Holstaff bullpen day. I mean, you know, foresight by A.J. Preller, Andy Green, knowing we might need an extra arm. And, you know, A.J. Dickerson, he didn't do anything wrong, certainly, with the grand slam, but they sent him down just so they could have Lionel Campos in case of an emergency yesterday if the game happened yeah, to so go extra inning. So smart thinking and great job by Lionel Campos. Yeah, some people were asking on Twitter, you know, why does Alex Dickerson go down? He looked like he was just getting comfortable. It was literally just for this weekend, I think, one of those bullpen moves. And I'm glad you brought Campos up because uh, we just had this come through right now. The Padres making a roster move. So Campos optioned back to AAA. So just like you said, this was 
to be part of that Johnny Holstaff yesterday. And uh, to continue that, because they still have to get through today, and Cesar Vargas is not the kind of guy that's going to give you nine innings today. Uh, so they've recalled Tehran Guerrero uh, from AAA. Major League debut. Yeah, possibly. if you remember him from uh, spring training, he was just all arms and legs, this kid. Uh, great talent. He's been pitching pretty well in, in El Paso. Uh, I'll have to get his stats here in a little bit. But uh, he is joining the big club, and we'll see uh, what he has to So offer. who's your unsung star then of the game? It was uh, Brad Hand. Brad Hand, great call. Yeah, and I saw you were having some fun with uh, his puns yesterday. Yeah, you know, now that Jabari does. Blash is sadly gone, Brad Hand has seemed to take over the pun uh, uh, debutante role for all of Padres Twitter. Um, and look, he wasn't, I mean, tremendously, I mean, he effective two walks, the two hits over four innings, but when it's a day like yesterday, he didn't give up any runs, struck out a lot of batters, saved the bullpen for today. Four, that was the big yeah. four innings. If you, you got four innings out of Brad Hand, that was amazing. I mean, the game would, would have been lost long ago. If, if Brad Hand had only pitched two, Padres would have had nothing. They would have been going to Bethancourt in the 10th or the 11th at that point. So just the fact that he was able to, you know, work on getting quick outs, try to, you know, get through four innings. And he looked, he looked tired there at the end. And oh, he, he was he gassing by the end. He his way through the, yeah. what is the end of the sixth or his last inning. I, I said he looked like a Harris in Major League, you know, before – they had to bring in Wild Thing, yeah, you know, yeah, throwing up the Crisco balls at the end. <laughs> I got one more in me. No, we're gonna bring in, we're gonna bring in Ricky to get the save here. No, he was, uh, <laughs> he was, he was much needed. And let's not forget, this was, uh, it's not all sunshine and roses. This was a bad game for the Padres in a lot of ways yesterday. Twelve walks allowed, four errors, the two catchers interferences. There were six catchers interferences in all of Major League Baseball entering yesterday, and the Padres with Hector Sanchez get two. So I thought for Brad Hand to deliver that. In addition to everything Kemp and Melvin Upton Jr. did, Campos as well, it was big time heading into today. Uh, we've got some folks joining us here in the early morning session. Uh, Darren Anthony, the standard on Twitter, saying, yep, he's with us, up early listening to Padres SH while fishing out on the boat. Man, good day to be out on the boat nice. today. I like it. Catch us something good, Darren. Love to see that. Uh, also, uh, I think we have Ozzy Padre loaded up on Instagram. Uh, if not, uh, he might be sleeping right now. But eight hours ago, he puts a post up heading to Melbourne for work. He's out in Australia. Wish I was heading to San Diego. There's Ozzy Padre, uh, one of our uh, biggest fans from literally halfway across the hey, world. at so. least, uh, you know, he would have yeah, been Yeah, Scanlon lives in San Diego <laughs> and can't even make it here. And we've got somebody out in Australia <laughs> wishing they could be here. Nah, we gotta give. I can't wait till Bob Although gets here. Although to be fair, it's not Sunday morning in Australia. It's it's Monday. Right, morning, exactly. So. Up up and at him <laughs> for work. All right, it's only quarter to ten in the morning here, but that does not stop us from reminding you that on Friday, shake, sip, and stir at Padres Cocktail Fest. Presented by Southwest Airlines and supported by Las Vegas, stroll down to Petco Park on Friday, May 20th, before the Padres take on the Dodgers at 7.40. Sample handcrafted cocktails from your favorite San Diego restaurants and bars. Tickets at Padres.com slash party. When we come back, it is an early Sunday morning as they continue breaking down Billy Joel here at Petco Park. What kind of a show would it be with you and I, Ben, if we didn't talk some breakfast food? Let's do that when we come back on Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Thank you very much for joining us on this Sunday morning. Unlike co-host Bob Scanlon, who still is in or out, we need a helicopter, one of those traffic copters, to find out where Bob is. Ben here is with me, though, uh, a man who shows up on time, a good professional. So, Ben, kudos to that. And uh, you know what? I want to shout out also because we get our unsung heroes yesterday. Lionel Campos and Brad Hand, 
Derek Norris was was a sung hero. Uh, did he did he hit a, like he, do something big yesterday? He did kind of hit a go ahead home run in the twelfth inning. But the fact that he really wasn't even supposed to play just two days after taking the fastball off the kind of hand wrist, his catching hand, yeah, yeah, and then uh, you know he took batting practice before the game was supposed to get the game off, but they needed him. Came in to play first base and then hits the. Go ahead, home run in the top of the 12th inning off Chris Capuano, and he crushed that one. Look at that. Yeah, and Andy Green said he was going to start catching if they had to go to a 13th inning. So imagine getting plunked on your catching hand, 95 miles an hour. You're supposed to get two days off, and you're about to go in there and catch. I think maybe he just hit the home run to avoid the pain of having to and catch. And again, that's because Bethancourt, who was catching, was going to be the pitching, to right? Pitch. So crazy. Melvin Upton was going to come in and play second base. Jose Perella was going to move over to third, and one of the pitchers was going to go play the outfield right. for Melvin. So insane. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> no, it was great yesterday. And then, yeah, Melvin Upton with the home run to tack on after that. It was a, And they needed that one because Luke Roy went, up, went uh, deep in the bottom half of the 12th. So uh, both of those guys, yeah, do not underestimate the two solo home runs in the 12th inning that actually won the game. Um, again, on hashtag PadresSH at my handle, at Mike Janella, we have a poll going on right now. What grade would you give Andy Green as Padres manager so far? Uh, 65% of people giving him a B at this point. It's A, B, C, or a D slash F. No Ds or Fs yet, so I like that. No one's being contrarian just for the sake of it, because I don't think anybody could honestly say he's done a bad job so far. Uh, 28% A. 8% giving him a C so far. So we'll talk about that as the votes keep coming in, but make sure to vote so we have something to talk about. Um, yesterday, during the game as I was watching, Ryan Buchter was in, and uh, Julie Alexandria of Fox Sports comes on and has a report from the sideline, and she says that Buchter told her he drinks 10 cups of coffee per day. Yikes. That is insane. <laughs> For a guy who's so laid back and chill, I mean, that totally blew my mind. Uh, are you the big coffee drinker on set blooper? I would imagine. Ben, you don't strike me as that big of a coffee drinker. I drink, you know, I, I have my one or two cups in the morning. Yeah, and like a normal I'm human. to the rest of the day. I have uh, one large iced coffee a day normally. Okay, so yeah, 10 cups, I mean, that is, it, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know, are it. they the little tiny styrofoam cups or the big mugs? You know, you know. Either way, I feel like your body builds an immunity to that, to the caffeine after a while. What's next, 12, 15? Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. I, you know what, if he ever goes off of it, hopefully he gets a couple of days off because I don't want to see him pitching. All right, without with no his caffeine, caffeine fix. System. Yeah, I think uh, she said he takes his own set on the road to brew it with him because he's not sure what coffee places are We've around. We've got I mean, great coffee, crazy. by the way, in San Diego. You know, San Diego is a craft beer town. Great coffee, though. Really good local roasters. You go around, you're going to find some great cups of Joe in San Diego. You're talking to the wrong guy. At least he's, a, he's not a not-coffee-drinking weirdo. Yeah, so I've never had a sip of coffee in my life, as we've discussed on the show. Let us know what's weirder. Is it someone who drinks 10 cups a day or someone who doesn't drink any? I'd love to hear the someone opinions on that. Someone who doesn't drink any. So you know Blooper's got uh, his vote. Yeah, send us. Hashtag Padres. The SH, legendary Jerry Coleman was a big-time coffee drinker when he called Padres games. But his crazy thing was is he would drink hot coffee on the hottest days and say, you know what? It actually cools, it cools me down. You down. Yeah, because I've heard that before. I, I never believed it, but uh, Jerry would always swear by hot coffee on the hot days yeah. uh, in summer when he was calling. Padres not sure. Games. Not sure. I agree with with it. Um, <laughs> but hey, if science, I'm not sure if science agrees with it. But if if Jerry said it, then it must have some kind of truth to it. Uh, that plus, you you had a tweet earlier when you were on your way to the show about uh, what was it? Some eggs you had? No. Going well, on? we've got the the barbecue skin egg. It's the big green egg barbecue. Uh, I, I got, got some you. brisket on there. We're gonna make a brisket Benedict. 
poached egg, smoked brisket. I was going to ask, on this uh, morning edition yeah. of Padre Social Hour, what's, uh, what's the best way to cook eggs? What's your favorite way to eat an egg? You know, I love when they get a little runny, so we poach them a lot. Just you, you boil them in the water. Or, you know, it's always good, a nice uh, sunny side or over medium, kind of over easy. I'm, a, I'm an omelet guy. Cause then you could throw whatever you want in there. You get some some well, meat, you like, some you, vegetables. Then you don't like the eggs. You like the everything else that goes with it. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, well, you, you got me there. That's all. I, I mean, I love cheese too. You put a ton of cheese on it. That's yeah, delicious. of course. That's that's. But awesome. if you want the egg, I like the runny yolk to be intact, kind of oozing out. All right, interesting. Blooper, yeah. any take on this? I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are killing me. Uh, I'm, I'm more go towards the omelet as well, but yeah. over easy if I'm just okay. I dig it. Yeah, if not, then I go scrambled. Again, just are we, put are we more stuff food after in this? there. Uh, hey, if you're buying, I will be there. I'm in. All right. Uh, wow, I can't believe Blooper actually agreed to break out the checkbook <laughs> or the, the debit card, I guess, nowadays. Um, all right, I mentioned Ryan Bookter. They struggled yesterday, or he did, Maurer as well, for the first time, and obviously it didn't cost the team in the long run, but they had been on this sort of crazy run of dominance. So I started running the numbers with this uh, trio, Rodney, Maurer, Bookter, compared to the three at the end of the bullpen last year, Kimbrell, Benoit, and Maurer. And uh, the number's pretty comparable. Uh, so last year, that trio across the whole year, a combined 2.61 ERA, a .99 whip, and a little bit under 10 strikeouts per nine innings. This trio so far, a 1.59 ERA, so that's better, a 1.12 whip, so they're letting more guys get on base, but they're stranding them, and they're striking out a lot more, 11.3 Ks per nine. Now, the big caveat here is that this trio is costing about $15 million less than the trio last year. So let me ask you, Ben, compared to last year and to this year's uh, back end of the bullpen, which made you feel more safe? Are you willing to skimp on the price a little bit to feel a little less secure? What's your, your I, thoughts? I think it's smart baseball. Uh, when you're going with a bullpen, you know, make it a meritocracy. Yeah, you brought in a, a closer in Fernando Rodney who's done it before and has some experience, but otherwise you're going with the guys who are throwing the best. And right now that's Brandon Maurer and Ryan Buchter. And they're kind of your late-inning guys. I have no doubt, though, that if Kevin Quackenbush was the guy who was pitching the best, then you'd be seeing him in the seventh and eighth inning. Or if uh, Carlos Villanueva was the guy who was throwing the best, all of a sudden you'd be seeing him in the high-leverage situations in the seventh and eighth inning. And that's the way I would want to run my bullpen. And, you know, even – and I'm even a believer if, you know, the closer – you know, if you're going to face the middle of a team's order and they're coming up in the eighth inning – I have no problem if you want to bring your closer in in the eighth to face those batters and then another guy in the ninth to face the bottom of the order. Bring your best pitchers in to face their best hitters in the biggest situations in the game, maybe when there's runners on, the tying runs on base. Why don't you have your best pitcher in then and then bring someone else in later when the bases are empty and, you know, maybe you scored some more runs and, you know, I, I don't always believe in saving the closer for the ninth inning. Which we've seen Andy Green uh, shy away from a little bit. We've seen Rodney come on in the eighth, and more managers across baseball are doing that, ruining fantasy baseball leagues everywhere. That keeps saves as a category. But just like the infield shift, a lot of people say it's bad for the game, but it's good for winning, and so does the uh, same thing, bringing your best arms into most It's a tough thing to commit situations. to 100% of the time because, you know, I think it's important. Bullpen guys do need to know their roles. Uh, you know, Trevor Hoffman was famous for his routine, getting ready, you know, in the, what, fourth or fifth inning, you go take a shower, hot shower to loosen up, right. you know, getting ready for that ninth inning. So you do need to know your roles when you're coming in for the most part. But if there is a situation that calls 
for a little deviance, you know, bringing a different guy in at a different time. I'm all for that. A little deviance. Deviance. This is the morning show, Ben, not the uh, Sunday morning deviance. Um, We got a couple tweets coming in. I guess this no coffee thing is coming back. So uh, at Dancing Friar, no coffee? What are you, communist? No, I just don't like coffee. I don't like hot stuff. Soup, tea, coffee. I'm not a I don't like hot, stuff. hot beverage guy. Yeah, bloopers on iced coffee guy. I, don't, I just don't like the taste either. Uh, Mark Kanishi uh, also tweeting in, can't trust a man who doesn't drink coffee. That's what blooper says. That's about me. Uh, he says I should have my first sip on the show. You've never even had one sip? Then no. Then you know you don't like it. I just, I mean, I've had tea, and I figure out the smell of coffee. It's like, I'm not going right, like to totally that different. Taste. It is an yeah. acquired taste. Yeah, it's not. If I haven't acquired it by now, then I don't think I, I'm going <laughs> to waste it. So I don't want to get dependent, too. I'm addictive personality. All right. So I want to get off the caffeine. Um, I, I think I see Bob Scanlon in the house. So there he is. I hear him, too. Maybe he'll, he'll come on the show, maybe. Yeah, Wide Bob, shot. wait for there us. He is, we right got you on the door. The I see him. Okay. I see him right by the door. There, there. he is. He's getting all prepped. All right. So let's get Bob in his seat here when we come back in a little bit. Before that, though, a congrats to the class of 2016. The Padres invite you and your family to class of 2016 night and encourage you to wear your school colors on Thursday, May 19th, when the Padres take on the Giants at 610. Purchase a special theme game ticket package and receive a Padres hat with graduation tassel. Tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. We're going to find out all the morning adventures of Bob Scanlon when we come back right after this on Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back as the Padres get set to finish their series at the Brewers, an 11-10 first pitch. We were on the air at 9.30. Ben was here on time, professional broadcaster. And, go, pro. and finally, Bob Scanlon has joined us. Yeah. Hey, Bob, you made it. I made it, yeah. You did. Sorry that I missed the, the opening festivities. It was a lot of fun. I mean, we talked about sure eggs and coffee and well, Billy you know, Joel and I, a whole bunch the, of different stuff. I saw stuff. your tweet early in the morning, no donuts. And it just threw me, <laughs> it threw me into well, a I'm gonna, spin. Well, I'm going to put you, Bob, on the Cholula hot seat now to explain yourself. That's the punishment you have to endure. No punishment at all. The, I mean, the that, heat, that, the that was the first part. I got all flustered. Right. No donuts on, on the set today, right? So, But I still had all these great plans because actually where I've been, I've been coaching first base. I'm literally standing on first base coaching my son's ball game this morning. Oh, we pulled you away from a little league <laughs> yeah, game? Now I, I feel it, bad. Now I feel like we robbed you from your kids. For some reason. So I'm just sitting there and, you know, yeah, Johnny, watch out. He's got a pretty good move. Okay, just get the sign. Okay, that's the hit and run. Let's go. You know, don't get picked off. Get your secondary lead. Hey, we're freezing on a line drive halfway on the fly ball, right? All of a sudden, beep, 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 text. And Maddie, Maddie, thanks for saving me. Uh, <laughs> she's like, hey, are you joining us today? I'm like, oh, my God. you like showing up or what? So hey, now there's Johnny? a poor team where everyone's getting picked off. Exactly. <laughs> no one's yelling, back. Right in the middle, Johnny, I'm sorry you're on your own, kid. Go get him. They play so. Little League games that early in the morning on Sundays? Yeah, actually, it's a makeup game. So oh, my okay. son's game got rained out last week. They're, they're doing the makeup game today, this morning. So Man, uh, I was going to say, if, it, if uh, playing baseball as a kid meant waking up for a, a 9 a.m. start on a Sunday, I would have quit a, long, a lot earlier than I actually Yeah, did. actually, the parents, we got to suck it up, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, is, oh it yeah. is what it is. And th- there's nothing better, though, than baseball on, in the morning with your kids, and the, the boys are having a good time, and uh, it, it's all good. So to all those moms and dads out there that are – 
with their kids right now, I salute you, and I apologize for being a little There's late. There's those kids who pick, like, ice hockey, and the rink's only available, like, at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah <laughs> so that's crazy. Get up at, like, 3.30 to, <laughs> nice. try, you know, get to the hockey gear and right, out to right. the rink. It's like, oh, well, baseball's not that bad then. <laughs> exactly, and you got to lug all the gear out there, <laughs> yeah. too, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, an allowable excuse, I, I guess. That. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least we'll, it was baseball-related. We'll it right? was, yeah. You were out doing research for the show. I was. Yeah. I was scouting a little bit. The grassroots campaigning, the scouting. Spreading I the like love it. of pottery baseball in the community. So I hope you yelled out as you left, make sure to tune in, <laughs> Father's Social Hour, get us some extra viewers. Yeah. Um, all right, Bob, we will now extract you from the Cholula hot seat. <laughs> oh, now that you're here. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, uncapped real flavor with Cholula hot sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Um, all right, we were talking breakfast, and uh, we're actually seeing uh, some tweets come in now. Uh, Blooper, I don't know if you can get this one up. But uh, Joycey underscore Joyce says she brought donuts for us. She's here somewhere. How did she get them to us? I know. Let's get her in here. Uh, the team store is closed right now. We're kind of in a bunker. <laughs> uh, we'll see if we can figure it out, Joycey, because those donuts look good. She tweeted a picture and everything. Nice. So oh, wow. Uh, we'll a, stay in a touch. chocolate-covered twist in that? Maybe. We'll see. We'll have I'm to wait and see. I'm a maple bar guy myself. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's exotic. I'm Boston Cream. That's my, uh, my go-to. Hey, by the way, sure. no coffee yeah, Team No Coffee. Okay. Thank you, Bob. Which is a real problem. Not at all. My wife is Colombian, so I'm surrounded by an entire family who's, you know, it's in their genes that, that coffee is the thing. So I take a lot of heat at, at home, but it's okay. I like it, man. Just keep strong. Just That's uh, Yeah, thank you very much. I draw the line at the ketchup on the, on the cheesesteak, but I'm with you on the coffee. All right, I'll take my wins when I can get them, <laughs> I guess. What do you think about Bookter's uh, 10 cups a day, then? Yeah, did you hear that? Yeah. Ryan booked 10 cups of coffee a day. Well, I had that in my preview today that the number one thing that the, the boys have to be careful of is how many milligrams they get in them. So that's the most important thing. You've got to have the, the right amount of milligrams. Now, back in the day when the boys were using greenies and beans and all that kind of illegal stuff to get up, right, it wasn't a problem. Now it's all about the caffeine, and you want to walk in there, you want to see the thick, rich, caffeinated, heavy-duty Get me going in the morning, type of <laughs> cup of joe. The, the, the mud right. pouring out the, into the cup. That's what boys need. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, interesting. So uh, yeah, let us know if you're uh, team coffee or team not coffee. Uh, we also have a poll running, Bob. Uh, I don't know if you caught that as you were listening on your way in. Uh, what grade would you give Andy Green as Padres manager so far? We were talking about last night. That was a very uh, tough game to navigate. Plus all the injuries he's been dealing with and everything. So the poll's up right now. Uh, either an A, B, a C, or a D slash F, what would you give him as a grade so far? I think he's done an outstanding job. I really have. And we've talked about this a couple of times. The fact that you see this team be able to win that game yesterday, that was an ugly win. I mean, uh, honestly, Yeah, it was right? a, ba yeah, a bad game. Warriors, man, I'm sure you guys have already gone over this. But the bottom line is you can fall apart. These guys didn't quit. Early in the season, they could have fallen apart. After the start, they haven't quit. And a lot of that has to do with the leadership. And I think Andy's done a nice job. I think he's still learning the X's and O's. I haven't seen a whole lot of things, honestly, where I've shaken my head and just said, oh, my God, what are we doing here? Uh, but I thought he did a nice job of handling the pen yesterday, and that was a tough one. I was looking forward to seeing Bethancourt uh, get on the mound a little to bit. To me, like what, what's impressive, yeah, I was, I was actually, that would have been <laughs> I think Bethancourt was, too. <laughs> maybe, maybe not in a successful way, but entertaining. Right. What's impressed me the most about Andy Green is that I've seen real improvement from this team. From, you know, April to now, I think you're getting better at-bats out of the hitters. I think you're seeing the bullpen taking steps forward, whether it's, you know, understanding their roles or putting the guys in the right situations at the right times. I think you're seeing improvement, and, and I love that from a manager. The team is getting better. They're fighting all the way to the end of the games. They, they've done that under, you know, they did that under Pat Murphy and Bud Black as well. But I didn't necessarily see the improvement over the course of the season that I feel like I'm seeing right now with Andy Green. All right, so which letter would you give? I'd give him an A, straight A. Bob? Yeah. 
No doubt. I think he's done a fantastic yeah. job. And, and, and that's not even taking into account the fact all the injuries they've had. Where now you're trying to learn new players, incorporate the them into your lineup. Degree of difficulty, yeah, yeah it's been yeah. hot. So far, B is the leading grade in the poll. It's still going on, so make sure to find that. All right, we're going to uh, keep this thing rolling here when we come back in just a bit. But just announced, so Billy Joel left last night, but the first post-game way back Wednesday concert at Petco Park will be a live DJ set by DJ Snoopadelic, presented by Budweiser, coming your way June 8th after the 1240 Padres game against the Braves. Come for the baseball, stay for the post-game performance by DJ Snoopadelic. Tickets at Padres.com slash promotions. It's a beautiful Sunday morning here in San Diego. What better way to spend it than with some more Padres Social Hour back after this. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. When the Padres take on the Brewers here in about an hour, it's Cesar Vargas versus Zach Davies. I think both sides thinking, hey, we can hit that guy. And both sides uh, in opposite thinking, hey, this is the guy that maybe can give us a shot at a win. Yeah. A couple no-name pitchers, but the way this series has gone, who knows what to expect today. It's not been anything like we anticipated, no. has it? No, I thought Friday was going to be a slugfest. Exactly. I, you know, I, I, I said, oh, wait, neither of these guys have any pedigree. We're looking at a 10-9 game probably. <laughs> you better get, get your hacks in, and a sacrifice fly in the first inning was all we got. Yeah. It was one nothing. In a, in a ballpark where the ball <laughs> usually flies against an offense that was the best offense in the month of May in terms of scoring around the Brewers. But you know what? They caught the – Padres caught him at the right time with Ryan Braun having the sore wrist. And, right, yeah. You know, they've, they've shut him down. Yeah, if they get one more today, that's another series win. That's a three out of four. That's a great road trip. That's, that's yeah. five on the road trip. They've got to go back two, two years yeah. to the last time the Padres actually won or tied five series in a row. Look at so, that. Wow. See, when he does show up, he offers some great insight. <laughs> once in a that's while, great. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Squirrel Bob. finds him that once in a while. <laughs> We've got more tweets coming in. Uh, people watching the show, thanks for joining us on this early Sunday morning. Uh, on that Andy Green, uh, what grade would you give him, Paul? Uh, at C. C.J. Crabb saying a solid B. He's had a lot of injuries. I feel like if Solarte, Spangenberg, and Ross were healthy, we might be tied for first. So that, we talked about that, a big difficulty. But shouldn't that give you a higher grade? I, I'm curious. Yeah, of the people that are giving him a B, what specifically could he have done better? I mean, I'm just curious. Are, are you seeing bullpen moves that you don't like, lineup adjustments that you I'm, – I'm just curious why – where, where's been the deficiency? The only, thing, yeah, the only thing I can see as an argument is, well, an A should be saved for if you have a winning record or if you are in first or second – grading on a curve. I don't agree right. with it necessarily, so, but I can see that argument. So if you're a pitcher and you've got an 0-5 record, but you've got a 1.4 ERA, you should get a B. All right, taking back the old uh, Nick Cannibal yeah. grades. A lot of things out of your control. I mean, to me, it's, it's about the players and how they perform mostly when you're evaluating a team. The manager, you can only look at specific things. You look at you know, how he does the lineups. You look at how he manages a pitching staff and a bullpen. You look at effort. You look at whether the, the guys play hard through the game, whether they've battle in their at-bats all the way through, the coachable things. You know, if a guy swings and misses, that's on him. Yeah, if you have, it's what you have to work with, essentially. And Andy Green has had a lot of obstacles to work with. And I think, I think an A for him for sure, but B continues to be the, the prevalent grade. Okay. Uh, people giving me a lot of bad grades on my shirt. I, I tweeted before the game, <laughs> I'm bringing out the bright colors today <laughs> for those of you that are a little groggy to wake you up. 
uh, exhausted as Bright defense. colors are fine. Yeah. It's just you, you want to go maybe like one at a time. Yeah, there's like seven on my shirt right now. At <laughs> uh, Justin underscore SDSJ says, your shirt looks like a table of condiments for a hot dog. Ketchup, which I have, red, mustard, mayo, relish, red onion, With some blueberry sauce going on yeah, as well? Or you know, oh, no, blue cheese. Some blue cheese, it, It's maybe? something. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, at least I'm, I'm putting Cholula match. on hot dog because – Look First at you, all, company I like man. Hot sauce I like it. And I, you know, <laughs> wow. I know who sponsors the show. So. Wow, the checks so in the mail. Area. I like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it, wow. Put it in his pocket before he leaves. Uh, before he leaves today. Uh, speaking of hot dogs and food, also uh, Jesse Agler. We were talking yesterday. Jesse was on the show. He skyped in about Bill Center, who was on the show. His love for sausage and Milwaukee, the city of, <laughs> because that is sausage nirvana, as he likes to call it. So Jesse tweeted a picture at Bill and uh, hashtagging us yesterday with just all the different uh, sausages available uh, in the press box. But Bill got the – he tried to name the sausages, and he got it wrong. He thought the hot dog was on the right, and it's the hot dog all the way on the left. And then it was the Italian, the, the, uh, the brat. And then the Polish, I think, was right, right? Ben, ben the sausage was for her Higgins. Yeah, yeah he, he's, he's got, got it all like figured out. The buns out. all lined up in there, and they, uh, that looks sharp. It, no, looks, it, it looks good. Well, it was amazing. When I played with the Brewers, it didn't matter what time the game started or what time we got to the ballpark, right? I mean, I'm getting there at 7.30 or 8 o'clock for a, a noon start. You still have the tailgaters out there. You still yeah. have the smell of bratwurst. It doesn't matter. Awesome They're tailgating town. Awesome tailgating. tailgating town, for sure. Now, Ben, when, when the Padres were in Philly, you said how you weren't a big cheesesteak guy. What's your thoughts? Because this is an, as iconic, I think, as cheesesteaks to Philadelphia. It's brats and sausage to Milwaukee. Love them. You're okay with that? Yeah, all different kinds of sausages, too. I'm big, <laughs> big sausage fan. Way right. better than cheesesteaks. I dig it. All right, good for you. Uh, I tend to, I'm a more of a cheesesteak mm. guy. More ketchup, the better, as we've already <laughs> discussed, but um, good to know. Uh, the tweet's coming in about uh, the grades for Andy still. Uh, Friar Gal saying, when we get above 500, I'll consider an A for Andy. So some people, maybe that's the one thing holding them back. For some people, it's all about the record. I, I get it. All about those dubs, yeah. All right, well, uh, we're going to come back and find out. It's been suspenseful all day. Who won the head-to-head challenge yesterday? Uh, blooper picked a guy who didn't even start in the game. So, I, I mean, I, it's been – I've been losing sleep nothing. over – If it was Derek win. Norris, then, <laughs> you know, maybe he won. Hey, yeah. we've seen some shady things in the past, Ben, so – What know, are you talking know. about? I'm just saying the judge has been – What are you talking about? Uh, unjudicious. Uh, keep uh, keep uh, getting those tweets in, folks, and we'll get to the best uh, as we wrap things up here uh, slowly but surely on this Sunday afternoon. When we come back, we've got some more Padres social hour. Don't go anywhere. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. We back on this Sunday Social Hour, getting you set for Padres and Brewers. The last game uh, they'll play at Miller Park, these two teams, this year. They'll get another set here at Petco down the road. But it'd be nice to go to Wisconsin and come back home with three wins and five on the road trip. Happy flight Uh, home. Yeah, it would be be a great flight home. Plus a day off tomorrow. That's a nice little momentum carrier into a day off before a lot of NL West action. Finally had your first happy bus ride from Chicago to Milwaukee. Yeah. When your first last game of a series all season, now you can actually – Get on a plane happy with the wind. Exactly. After uh, Glenn Hoffman walking through, happy flight, <laughs> happy flight, <laughs> going through the whole plane. And what's his official job title? Happy flight coordinator, I exactly. think. Exactly. He's, he's in charge of it. Yeah, yeah he hasn't nice. been too busy this year, unfortunately, yeah. but hopefully he can get back to back Picking happies. up for him now, yeah. 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 Very, very uh, well done. If they, can, if they can get this win, I think that's a very, very good road trip. Um, all right. Let's get to today's lineup, and it's presented uh, by United Airlines. 
a proud partner of the San Diego Padres. Again, Travis Jankowski starting in center field. We don't think John Jay's injured. Think maybe just another day off, um, especially uh, with uh, the day game after the night game last night. He did pinch run yesterday. Uh, Will Myers at first base, bat second. So he's back in the lineup. Crisis averted for now. Matt Kemp in right field, batting third. Then Brett Wallace at cleanup. Playing third base, Melvin Upton Jr. in left. Derek Norris, the big homer last night, catching, as did Melvin Upton. Alexei Ramirez at short. Adam Rosales starting at second base. Cesar Vargas getting the start, towing the slab for the Padres. Now, in yesterday's uh, Supercuts contest, Blooper here, our dear Blooper, had the first pick, and he decided to pick John Jay. Only problem is John Jay wasn't in the starting lineup. <laughs> A risky move, and, uh, and unfortunately for him, did not pay off. He was hoping he'd come off the bench with a uh, game-winning home run or something. And that, the was, that was my plan. Yeah. yeah, all along. That was his plan all <laughs> along. Uh, unfortunately, Jordan Carruth had Matt Kemp, who had his best game in weeks. Uh, had the big home run, uh, three runs, three RBIs. Uh, so Blooper's lead is now trimmed to four. It's 16 to 12. So even though the judge is on ahead. the take, you, you still couldn't even that find was a way. Too, it was beyond okay. the shadow okay. of a doubt. Right. We were talking before the show, what would it have taken, like, would Matt Kemp have had to have made the error in the bottom of the 12th that lost them the game despite everything else he did? Would that have cost him the point? Yeah. Luckily, we didn't have to debate that, but I was, I was curious what it would have taken. I think you can get some negative value out of something like that. Sure. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. But uh, instead, uh, it worked out in the couch's favor pretty convincingly. That snaps a four-game winning streak Blooper had going. Wow. So now it's up to you, Ben, to try and get a winning streak right. started for the couch. You get today's first pick. Well, I'm thinking about... Uh, Hector Sanchez, because he's not in the starting lineup, <laughs> which means probably no catcher's interference today. Right. But, no, I'm going to actually go with one of the starters. And, you know, Bob mentioned to me not a lot of history against today's starting pitcher, but Melvin has a couple of hits, and Melvin had four hits yesterday, and he's been hot. So I'm going to go with Melvin Upton Jr. All right, so we got Melvin for the couch. And for you, Blooper? Uh, Yang Herbert Solarte. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. He's going to have a strong rehab session today. We're two gonna, points. I'm going to go with uh, Matt Kemp. You usually but mention the record of the person making the pick, Mike. Oh, you're, you know what, wow. Ben? You know what, Ben? I, <laughs> I totally to forgot, but there, you're ben? right. Ben so far has the best record against Blooper within this contest really? of all the couch people. Ben is 4-1. and one. Jordan, with his successful pick yesterday, is now 3-1. and one. So he's hot on your tails, just a half game behind. But, uh, yeah, Ben has been uh, Blooper's kryptonite so far hey, this year. If you year. win this one, I'm going to take full credit because I dropped you the little note. No, if, he, if he goes 0 for 4, my, I have nothing to do with it. My secret is I use the person sitting next to me to help make the pick. I'm not so arrogant as to think I can do it by myself. I hope it works out Team for Team effort. Yeah, I have nobody to help me. You, and and the, the person who needs the help the most is the one who doesn't get any, unfortunately, for Blooper. That's just the way it works around here. Um, all right, so it's Melvin Upton Jr. versus Matt Kemp in the Supercuts head-to-head -head challenge today. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We'll come back to wrap things up here on this Sunday morning edition of Padres Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. We got off to a rough start today. 
one man down, but we've come back full strength. I think it's been a fun show. It started Sunday with no afternoon. donuts, the no donut tweet. I mean, that's well, what hey, started the so whole thing. Let's midway through, now the donuts thing, I thought, you know, Bill was the only one who's going to give me some flack for that. So I figure if, if Bill's not here, I could I can get away with it. Uh, but Joycey Joyce, she's been tweeting at us the whole show. She had a picture before of the donuts, tweeted us again. So in a slim chance, Mike Janella didn't bring the donuts. Yeah, right. She knows me so well. Uh, she brought some. She says she's down at Petco. We've been looking for you, Joyce. We just don't, we can't find you. We don't yeah, know where you the are. The entire security team of Petco Park has been scouring. Yeah, the all the resources we spent yeah. looking for Scan earlier have been reallocated <laughs> to finding Joyce, <laughs> and we just haven't been able to find the her yet. The donuts would have been a better use of the resources, by the way. Finding the donuts. No, you're, yeah. you're, you're sweeter than any donut, no, no, Bob. No, 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 Let me no, tell no, you. This show is all about fans of donuts. I, I, really? I know. They talk about donuts. They never deliver They donuts were here one here. time. Actually. What? Yeah. I, I was, and you were on the show. It was on my schedule to bring in some donuts <laughs> until I got the text while I was standing in the first base coach's box. I'm like, darn. Yeah. No little, time to get donuts either. A little too much going on. Darn. Uh, something I saw yesterday during the game I wanted to ask you about, Bob, and I'm glad you did show up at s eventually today. I appreciate so it. So after his home run, or after the first hit, I think, I think it was the home run, Matt Kemp comes in the dugout, and it's hugs for everybody. Okay. So that's more than just the regular high five. And you could tell this was something maybe they planned or he thought about to kind of be fun with it. Uh, I think we're looking at it now. Yeah, there you go. So you get a hug, and you get a hug, and everyone's getting hugs. So I wanted to ask you, Bob, what, was, <laughs> what were some of the coolest things? What was the coolest thing you guys ever did in the bullpen or in the dugout? Something like that to just kind of break up the monotony of a random, you know, game in the middle of the season. Yeah, you know, the silent treatment is always kind of fun, and, and that's, that's always taken in good spirit, you know, or, or the, the hot foot after the, the big event or something like that. You know, then, then everybody's got all the different handshakes that they do. You go to the hugs. I remember uh, Mark Sweeney had show the payload. I, I, I'm sorry that you wouldn't be familiar with that one. Do you remember that one, yeah. Ben, to show the payload? Yeah, after a home run, they take the guy's hat off and, and play yeah. with his hair a little bit. Okay. Payload, Spanish for, for hair. Right. So Mark can't do that anymore. No, exactly. <laughs> the payload thing is yeah. gone. All, all the payload's gone there. Uh, but, uh, you know, you just try to find fun little things to do in the course of a season because you're right. It, it can get long. It can get tedious. And uh, sometimes uh, you come up with fun little silly things and try to keep things loose. Speaking of, this just came in. So we had this the other day last time you were on, Bob. And I guess uh, Ghost of Ray Kroc on Twitter – big fan of the show, must be doing this every time you're on now. Another best hair on today's Padres Social Hour poll. Last time it was Annie Heilbrunn, and she took it. So today he asks again, and Scan, you're the winner this time. 50% of the vote, it looks like. With on no hair. Right, with, with the hat on. Yeah. Wear the hat more often. Only here half the show and wearing a hat, and somehow he's still Can I tell you how popular hair? this all-star cap is, by the way? How many people have offered to give me free stuff in exchange really? for the hat. Yeah. What's your price? What would you actually give it away for? I actually, somebody offered me a, a stove, a range. We were shopping for us. <laughs> <houses. laughs> like, come on, man. Sergio at what Pacific Sales. You know it, dude. Deal? Come on, you wanted the hat. Oh, so good. Oh, we we'll give you what's behind door number two. <laughs> we're, back, we're back on at noon tomorrow with Bill Center and Derek Togerson. The Padres hoping to come back with a win and a big-time road trip. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Bob, for a, for a half effort. But it was 100% amazing the time you were here. Appreciate Looper, it. Looper, great job. And we'll see all you guys tomorrow. Thanks for watching Padre Social Hour. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 